Yeah. This is how this, I get this every week, so welcome to it. Don't touch. Let's get it. I'm telling you why. You can see in their eyes, and boys ain't playing, they ready to ride. Shaking the tunnel, just screaming and yelling. If you ain't ready, you get eaten alive. Taking the field with loads of passion. Swagging out with the flyest fashions. Cameras out and they steady flashing. Captains out, we about to get it cracking. Full of crashing in between those lines. You boys, we about to ride. We're a band of brothers, and we stick together like an army mission. One is war time. We stacking them W's, pay attention. Ponies coming with apprehension. We stay on top of our division. We're from BCS buses to playoff contenders. Yeah, we are. We here for the crown, crown. We on the rise up. Now the boys mad, mad, mad. We have to tighten the boys up. That's right. Not mad this week. Welcome to another week, Utah football fans. And what a week it was. The word of the day is domination, and we're going to talk all about that. <laughs> it's like going back two years when that used to be the when we would kick off every podcast with that. Remember when we were 11 and 1? Domination. <laughs> Domination. That's what Saturday was. Anyways, I'm Bryn here with Gary and James. Please follow, like, subscribe, review. Be friendly to each other. Yeah, look us up. Enjoy each other. We're all Utah football fans. We're all on fans. the same team here. We should be anyways. So, yeah, Stanford. That was unexpected. Was it? Hey, before we get that there, before we get to that game, okay, yes, I want to shout out to a couple of okay. followers of the podcast on the from the podcast or the, follow the podcast. They talk to they me, listen, they listen. We fancy we that. have listeners, <laughs> dude. <laughs> Jessica, Catherine, Jensen, thanks. They've come to our some of our tailgates, so thanks. a shout out to you. Thanks for listening. Ohio State's terrible. <laughs> Uh, I think, I think Mike Ridd, Mike, this might be the first time he listens. All right. Good for you, Mike. Stay with us, man. And then I met Nancy, a friend of yours. I forgot her last name. Henry, Nancy Henry. Nancy Henry at, uh, a soccer game. So thanks for listening. Spread the word. Rob Totten. He's a, he's a avid listener that when we didn't have an episode come out, he was very upset about it. And you know what? I actually saw him. On our Facebook group, call them Anus U. So yes. shout out to you, yes. Rob. It's, <laughs> it's catching on. Catching Glenn, on. can we say Anus U? <laughs> That's another shout out, Glenn. Sid, can we say Anus U? Oh, it's it's funny. Just not everything in life has to be so serious. It's funny. They suck, so it's, it's we can. It's all coming. right, but anyway, shout out, shout out to everybody. Thank but you for spread listening. the word. We. We appreciate it, really do. The other thing before we get to the game, though, is I saw you post on face on our Facebook page about the game times with Oregon and Colorado. Fill yeah. us in on that. Yeah, so our next home game is against Oregon, which is huge. Saturday, November twentieth. Um, is it? Is that a big one? <laughs> just a little bit. So we are in the six day window, which basically means we will not find out our kickoff time till Sunday, and that's just because it's fine TV and all of that, but. Uh, the possibilities are 1.30, 2 o'clock, or 5.30. Give me that 5.30. Yeah, the thing is, all those times are good. Yeah, all of those all of them are, are great. Good. On a, you know, November, Saturday, and then it was announced today, the Colorado game, which is Friday, the Friday That's after the Friday. Thanksgiving. Oh, I did not know that until right now. It's Friday. Not that it would have mattered, but I didn't know that. Well, it does matter because some people actually do work that Friday, but it's Friday at 2 p.m. Calling sick. Seriously, fine. like okay, that's good to know though. That is good to know. I wasn't thinking. Wait, what that time either. is that one? Two p.m. Oh, that's perfect. Friday on the Fox. The Friday after Thanksgiving at two p.m. on Fox. And see if we play Oregon at five thirty. That's ESPN, isn't it? That's probably might be ABC. Oh, oh, is there any chance that they come for game day? I would say yes. I've been seeing people talk about it. The other hmm. option was. Some, I think, with Michigan State, but see, Michigan State just lost last weekend. So, who knows? Who knows? I That'd mean, be awesome. But we won't know till Sunday, but 1.30, 2 o'clock, or 5.30, all of those are awesome times. Yeah, it's not 8.30 in November. Yeah. Plus, it's the Salute America game. We've got those camo uniforms with the battleship Which, on the helmet. Which, by the way, so just kind of a FYI, I went back and forth with the guy who's creating those on Twitter. He posts some pictures of them mm-hmm. on Twitter. They're unbelievable. He's hand painted. Hand painted each one of them, and he's gonna send me some pictures up close when he's completely finished. So probably in the next week or two. So follow us on Instagram and, and Twitter 
and I'll post some of those pictures. It's good. And it, Facebook. Yeah, they're cool. And Facebook, but yeah, they can be pretty cool. So just take your entire afternoon off that day and anticipate it's going to be one of those kickoff times. Great times. Great yeah. times. Yeah, those will be great. Um, okay. Let's talk Stanford. <laughs> um, we watched it. Everyone here, everyone watched it. Talk about a blowout. There's not anybody that saw that coming. Other than I'll say this, our predictions. I wasn't, I was, I wasn't close. I'll say this though. You, you went what, what, 47, 17 or something like that? Yeah, I went uh, 45, 17. 45, 17. So the sentiment that you gave is certainly more than anybody else that I saw. Yeah, I mean, I watched Stanford and they're a weird team. I mean, th- that team beat Oregon. I know, but 52-7. So that team beat Amazing. USC. And now I, under- I understand USC is not great, but there's talent. So yeah, well. it's weird. But I just feel like this Utah team, is they're dialed, and they're, they, they're focused, and they understand what the, the task. But no, did I expect 52-7? to seven? Come on. No. That's, that was unreal. It was so freaking fun. No, it felt like, I mean, watching it, we were watching it on TV. You were there, I know. But, yeah. Um, Sometimes it felt like they weren't even trying to tackle our guys, which I know they were, but it's like... Some of the holes yeah. that our own line created. And keep in mind, this is Stanford, who is notorious for that grind football, mm-hmm. play defense, right? There were some statistics that showed that Utah ran the ball better on, on Stanford than anybody has in like 25 years or yeah. something. I mean, it's crazy. Well, it was just domination. It well, was it we averaged almost... 10 yards a carry. Almost. It was 9.6. 9. Yeah, 9.6. <laughs> per carry. Now, I think we can... We I understand that their your QB went out, and that's an issue. And actually, you know, they had a pretty good... They had a decent offense with him in it and throwing the ball. Okay, I, I get it. When your QB goes out, there's going to be a problem. Fine. But, but that wasn't the problem. The problem was there. it was their defense. Mm-hmm. And yeah. Stanford... They always get. They have some big people. Oh, it was they got smart big, big guys, and we <laughs> just dominated them. So there was a stat that came out. So just they are smart. Because what I'm saying is, you're not gonna. If there's a game plan, or you got to know stuff. Yeah. These guys are smart. Oh, they're incredibly intelligent. Versus some guys are just stupid. You can talk about things during the week and they forget about it when the game comes around. These yeah. guys. No, they're okay. Incre- they got. They're, they're intelligent, talented. big guys, and we dominated. That was their defense. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I. It, it looked like it looked like we were playing Idaho State. <laughs> it did. <laughs> it. <laughs> um, but it wasn't. It was Stanford. It was Stanford. We had three running backs go over a hundred yards. <laughs> Unbelievable. We had three different running backs score touchdowns. Uh huh. Um, the stat came out that was this was Matt Brown said this on Twitter. He's college football writer, but he said, Utah had more rushing yards at halftime, at halftime, than any team had run against an enti- against Stanford in an entire game since 2010. Well, and we had... Hmm. I don't know what I'm hearing. What, what is am that? I hearing? Is the bunker being <laughs> flooded? <laughs> I don't think anyone else can hear that. Um, wasn't it that our score at halftime was as many yards as they had total? Yeah. 38? We had scored 38, and they only had 38 yards. I mean, I'm looking at the halftime. This is just the halftime stats. I, we had yeah. we had 403 yards at halftime, and they had 19. We had 323 rushing yards at halftime. They had five. We were averaging 11.5 yards per play. They were averaging one. I mean, it's, just, that's just, it's like you can't even you, you can't said analyze it, this. It you said just, it. That's like a video game. Those yes. are video game stats. That's like when Marcus, the Marcus, <laughs> the minute, Marcus, who plays, he takes all of his guys on on his team, <laughs> puts them all to a hundred, and plays on rookie mode, <laughs> so he wins seventy five to nothing. That's what his stats. That's look the like. stats at halftime. Yeah, it's it's it was insane. It was mind boggling. It was so fun. We were. 581 yard total offense, total yards in the game. Almost 600 yards Jeez. in one game and primarily running the well, ball. Well, yeah. Um, Rising only had 140 yards I mean, passing. Think it's, uh, that's the part that it's just, uh, <laughs> it's, you, how is that possible? Well, that's what you're saying. Like some of those holes, but not even the holes. I mean, a lot of it was our running backs. I mean, Thomas would get hit and then he'd 
he'd stiff arm him or he'd bounce off of it or he'd just keep going. I mean. Thomas had back-to-back games with four touchdowns. That's insane. He wanted that fifth so bad. It, uh, Eight touchdowns in two games. That's, that's not bad. Decent. Well, and I said this to you when the game was over. We were kind of just dumbfounded a little bit. It's like we just scored for two weeks in a row. We scored 44 points and then 52 points. Mm-hmm. When have you ever had a Utah team do that in back-to-back weeks when it's Pac-12 play? This is not our preseason yeah, this Idaho is an State. Idaho State. <laughs> um, 44 and then 52 back to back. Utah leads the Pac-12 right now in points per game. With 30, we're averaging 35.4 by a half a point. Uh, doesn't matter. Still, this is not something it, we're it, used uh, to. We're, we have, we're getting more points per game on average than any other team. I know, in the Oregon is 35 and we're like 35.5. Okay, which, which is more? I, I, I understand. I'm <laughs> just yeah. saying. It's simple yeah. math. I, okay. Be that as it may, I don't know if people realize that because typically who who we are, but we lead the league in points per game, mm-hmm. which is... That's not that's not a Utah football thing. We're not... That's cool. We've, we've fun, never though. done this before. Tell you what, it's been, it's been fun couple games. You know, and watching Pledger run the entire field. That, that stiff arm he put on that dude. End zone to end zone. Just put the guy's face into the ground and... Gone. That was it. Was just fun. Tell it. Okay. Um, of course, then we have we have to talk about Lloyd's interception. It was right in front of you, apparently. Yeah. So I was at the game, and I was sitting kind of. I was probably sitting twelve, fifteen rows up, kind of in the corner. But I had wandered my way. Keep in mind, there's fourteen people at the game, <laughs> which we'll get into. Um, I I made my way down to about the second row because the. Stanford had the ball right in front of me. So I'm right. just sitting there watching it. And uh, it's third down. And all of a sudden, Lloyd's laying on the... Like, it was... It was so fast. So fast. I saw the guy throw it, and I'm looking around for it. And Lloyd's <laughs> on the ground with, with yeah. the ball. And, my like, my brain couldn't comprehend what happened. <laughs> it was pretty... I mean, it was pretty impressive. I. That's what Witt said, basically, in his press conference today. It's from where he was standing... <laughs> Is that it happened so fast? They go, what just what just happened? You're kind of looking for the ball. What happened? Yeah, that's kind of when we were watching it. I mean, first of all, anyone who was watching Your it on TV, angles. the camera was the so worst bad. thing I've ever. It looked like it was in outer space. It was so far we away. We were five hundred yards away. You couldn't see the ball. So when that play happened, it was it was like you saw the snap. I'm looking and then on the television sudden, screen, like down over. <laughs> yeah. But then the replays, and then I don't know if you've you've probably seen on Twitter that Stevenson Sylvester. So that's essentially where I was sitting. That he, was my view. Was he where was Sly standing was. in the end zone, and he filmed it. Oh, I didn't see that. Well, I'll you have to send that? it to you. I haven't seen that yet. He's got an awesome angle. You can see it. I mean, I mean, at, I've seen slow motion later. But at first, it kind of felt like it just fell in Lloyd's hands. But no. when you when you watch Sly's video, Lloyd sees that coming. He jumps. And gets it and then goes in the end. Yeah, it's not like it, it, he tips it and then recatches uh-uh, it. He goes He for moves it. around, jumps up, boom, and then in the end zone. Yeah, but the guy was throwing a, a dart. Oh, it was The moving. guy was full arming the pass, and you're only a couple of yards away, four yard, yards away from yards the guy. From the it's the a most. bullet, and it's, it base sticks in your hands. That is, that's not easily done. There was one. That's some strong hands right there. But it was to, impressive. And coordination. It was uh, it was so impressive. The season, by the way, I'll just say this: the season Devin Lloyd is having statistically is one of the. I mean, it is the best defensive statistically driven seasons, probably by any. What is happening? So loud. I don't know the bunker by any Utah <laughs> defender probably ever. So enjoy the next couple games with this guy because he's going to be a first-round pick. Well, remember when Whittingham said Devin Lloyd was the best linebacker he's uh-huh. ever seen, and we all were like, how is that how possible? How can you say that? Well, Plus, he's a hottie. Anyways, plays like that on, there was, on Saturday. There was one play, Stanford's quarterback. It's like he had the ball. He could see Lloyd coming. He kind of just collapsed to the ground well, yeah. because he didn't want to take <laughs> the hit. And you see Lloyd kind of jump over him and, and have to roll. It. I really think that's what he saw him coming, and so he's like, no, nope. I'm just going to the ground because nope. I'm not going to take this hit. Not doing this because he'd been hit by Lloyd a few times already. Yeah, but he's a heck of a player. So it's been. He's it's so been fun, fun to watch. 
So the other side of it, though, is our offense, almost 600 yards, they only had 167 yards mm-hmm. at the end of the game. Well, before we, with Lloyd, let's just mention oh, yeah. again that he's Pac-12 Defensive Player of the Week. Rightfully so. This week. How many times? I mean, we've, we've had a lot of guys player of the game of some sort. Mm-hmm. And then we Pac-12 had a player um, of something. Who was it? Offensive lineman? We had an O-lineman. Daniels yeah. is his name, I think. Okay. He got Pac-12 Offensive Lineman of the Week, so... They could they could have given it to the whole offensive line. I, well, what about the running backs? Hello? Uh, they could have given it to. I mean, that it's true that we our running back didn't win offensive player of the week. It was the running back for ANSU won it, Why? which is a joke. Thomas had four touchdowns at like what 170 yards rushing. He could have he could have had 300 yards. 177 rushing. yards for yeah. touchdowns. He could have had 300 yards. <laughs> If they had rotated running backs, he legit could have had over 250 yards rushing. Well, whatever. But whatever. Right. Yeah, and they only had 50, uh, 82 yards rushing. For, we rushed. See, that I can't believe it. 441 yards rushing. When is the last time you hear rushing? Not, not, you would not, think passing would be a part of that. Passing or combined. Well, that's no, to- no. Yeah, that's usually what our that's total just, yards are. If you are. get 441, just total yards? Yeah, that's a good that's game. That's an unbelievable <laughs> game. <laughs> That's but that was our rushing. They only got 82 yards rushing. Okay, it was such a domination. There's not much to say other than just like, boys, keep that going. Play just like that. It was all up front. I mean, that's the, it's like they always say, it's the line. It's the line play, whether it's offense or defense. If our offensive line can continue to push people around like that, oh, we're in good shape. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I'll tell you what my thought was during the Devin Lloyd interception is when the play started, when Stanford line, lined up, in my head I'm like, it's loud. I can hear the crowd noise. So then it occurred to me, it's like, oh, those are our Utah fans mm-hmm. being so loud. And then it's like the play happened and it was so fast and quick. But obviously all of us who watched it on TV, <laughs> there was nobody in the stadium. But what was it like being there? So talk th- to us about just the whole, the whole talk atmosphere. to you about everything so going I, in and what you thought about the place and it's cool. I didn't get to see campus a whole bunch. I was there I was there working, so by the time I got over to the stadium, it was dark outside and so but it it's a whole different atmosphere. There's not there is no atmosphere. I mean, literally people are quote unquote tailgating, but they've got like wine and and you know <laughs> cheese. cheese I'm not kidding. Cheese plates <laughs> and it's probably being catered by you know, it's it's just different. There's no trash talk. There's there's just none of that. Um it would be a very cool stadium if it was full. It, I think it seats 55,000 people. Oh. This, the setting is cool. There's, you know, these giant pine trees coming up yeah. over the stadium. Yeah. It's very cool. But, yeah, to your point, I'd be shocked if there was more than 12,000 people in the entire stadium, half of which were Utah fans. No, no exaggeration. Half of, as you're walking through the tunnel, it was... Utah fan, Utah fan, Utah Stanford fans, Utah fan, Stanford fan, Stanford, Utah, Utah. It was it was so, and everyone's wearing essentially the same color red. Yeah. So you're kind of having to look. It was great though. There was no line at the concession. There was no line at the bathroom. You could move wherever you wanted to. What? Okay, two questions. I'm interested in because I've had other people tell tell me about their mascot. Oh, the tree. So the mascot and their fan section. What about what? Their student section. Student section. Yeah. Excuse me. The student section. Student section is high school. If you went what? to, I'm serious. No, no. If you go to a Brighton high school game, it's the same size as far as fans go. Brighton probably has more. Brighton's a probably. big school. <laughs> I mean, yeah. It literally, there was uh, 500. Yeah. Yeah. It's not. It's you know, okay. and there were some that were hyped up. Um, yeah. The tree is the weirdest thing in the okay, world. Okay. But let me, uh, with the, with the uh, so student f- section. That's so weird. They were into it. Did they have chants or no. screams or coordinated things or anything? No, every now and then they Weird, show. like Cal and their goofy. No, no, no. The Cal was way With worse. their microphone. Cal, they were literally people That was the homework. dumbest thing I've ever seen. And they're like, okay, on three, we're going to say football. And yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was, this was more just very much so a high school feeling. There were some kids, I'm sure, that work into it but for the most part nobody cared did you did you get smarter by just being there did no. your brain did you feel like your brain was in, enlarging? i felt i felt like they knew i was an idiot <laughs> they can spot it it's like i felt like they were, yeah i'm walking in they're like that guy's iq was seven <laughs> he barely passed high school what's he doing here oh he's a utah fan okay <laughs> the tree okay, is the super mascot, weird dude the what's with i this gotta man? give him some credit though I, they, like they embrace the weirdness 
right? They're, Did they're, the band play too? Yeah. The weird band? Okay, so... So Man, the mascot, so they just... I've not been there. I got to go there. Yeah, they embrace the weird. Go. They embrace the weird, right? They're, okay, they're well, smoke. I'm not into the their weird. The mascot is a color. <laughs> it's not the cardinals. It's the cardinal. It's a color. It's the cardinal. Yeah. It's the tree, but he just dance and gyrates and spins he the whole spins. freaking game. <laughs> I mean, it, it was, it's and bizarre. Then the cheerleaders just spin and dance uh-huh. and gyrate with him. Yeah. Are they good looking? <laughs> the cheerleaders? Uh, one looked extremely malnutrition, had malnutrition. I'm not kidding. She was as, she was this. Her arms were this big. Jeez. So I don't know, but they their band was a third, this a fourth the size of our band was tiny. Yeah, tiny band, not loud. And they do this weird thing where these two doofuses stand up and try to do like a monologue thing. Yeah, so they, they do like up, a play. What? Yeah. They it's get weird. Up and they're like trying to make fun of Utah. Utah, and they're trying to like make fun of Swoop the mascot. Let's make him a Tweety Bird. And then the band plays. And you're sitting oh here going, gosh. what? And then they try to be like political <laughs> jokes. And they try to make fun of people. And none of it's landing. <laughs> and no one finds it funny. And then the band, they're just like dancing around. And they usually wear weird costumes. It yep. is, it's a whole it's thing. A, it's the weirdest thing. And then we went, and then all of a sudden the, the guy on the microphone goes, oh, and, and here comes Stanford. And they come running out of the tunnel. <laughs> there was no buildup. There was no hype. It was just like, oh, oh here they come. They're and very, then Utah runs out, and it got loud. <laughs> <laughs> very intellectual, but it's like, it's too intellectual. It's, it's Geek Squad. Like it's, it's so strange. It's the strangest thing. You need to go experience not, it one time. I've been it, to one Stanford game, and this was in a long time ago. <laughs> and I watched Stanford play Michigan. It was the seventies. That's pretty cool, though. And it was in the old stadium. Did they have the weird tree then? I don't even remember. I don't think they, it, did. they had an old bowl, old bowl shaped. I don't know. Cal has a new stadium, and I went to a game at Cal too, and it was the old kind of. It looked like Notre Dame stadiums. Mm. Similar. It's similar. It's two tiered. You know, it's all enclosed. It's a it's a cool stadium. I I think it's kind of cool. They've got these tunnels when you. It walk looks in. nice. It's it's very nice. Every chair it, it's all bleachered, but they mm-hmm. all have the a chair back. That was wow. that was way nice. So it, there were some positives. Well, and, and the area is beautiful. The, the area is beautiful. Yeah. And, but it's in there. Was I mean, it was like when, when I parked, I parked fifteen feet from the stadium. Yeah. In a grove of trees, though. Yeah. It literally, we roll in. I go, what is it? It's a. It's a What's grove. wrong? It's is a, a game on tonight? Yeah. It's just a grove of trees. <laughs> we're just parking. Everyone just parks, and, and there's not a lot of traffic <laughs> leaving. No, no, we got out like that. So it was. Uh, I would recommend it, though. It's one of those places. I'll ask you this, though. What's been your favorite Pac-12 stadium that you've gone to? We've been to a number of them. But as I was going man, through my... I don't know, man. As I was going through my list, I have a lot left to go to. I've only been yeah. to a handful. Well, we're going to Tucson next week. Yeah, it's going to be the same atmosphere there. <laughs> we're going to add that to the list. I don't think there's geeky. You guys have been to Autzen? And the new Washington Stadium. I haven't been to either one of those. Oh, Washington, that's a... But is it the is it the stadium or is it no, where it's, it's the, placed? Yeah, it's the atmosphere around it with Autzen. Or not with with Washington, but same with Autzen. It's like with Autzen, it's the surroundings. You're in this amazing just like I don't know, forest. Man. I have to think about it. Yeah. They all have their own. They all have their unique things. And you, of, course, of course, you're in the heart of the beast. Because when we went to Oregon... It was misting. It wasn't really a rain. Yeah, it's the Oregon. It's like, you know, I didn't even need a coat because it was coming from the side. Remember that? Mm-hmm. Um, but their fans were dicks. Yes. <laughs> they Oregon actually, fans are dicks. They really were. Um, I, so I lived in Oregon. So, but I hate them. It was fun to be there, I'm saying, is I enjoyed yeah. being there. They've been, they were the worst fans I've ever experienced, and I've been there twice, and it happened both times. Yeah, they're, they're, they're very tools. cocky, which I guess... But if you watched the Washington game and how it was raining we've stood mm-hmm. in that rain yeah we, we went to washington we sat through a rainstorm it was like that and it was just it was so miserable in that game so that was miserable. all right well, let's let me do this let's uh some pack 12 stats who leads in rushing passing offensive okay. numbers okay and just and and your impressions as i say the as i say these okay um so, rushing yards per game. 
The top three is Oregon State. They are the defensive coordinator. They average average two thirty basically. I think so. Utah's second with two eighteen. Well, two eighteen point nine, and Oregon is two eighteen point seven. So basically the same. Two nineteen. So think about it. rushing per game right now. Utah and Oregon is exactly the same. Wow. Okay. And uh, Oregon State leads the league. You know that does not surprise me because that's what they do best. <laughs> yeah, they ran all over us. Um, Arizona State's down at two oh four. So anyway, those those are the top three in rushing in the league right now. Um, so passing per game. Is so yards per game is USC. That doesn't surprise me. I mean, they had the best receiver in all of college football until he got hurt. Utah's number nine. Really? That kind of surprises me. At 215. Huh. It doesn't help when you don't have to. And Oregon, though, is number six. So, okay, this, I'm just saying. So, Oregon is number six with 222 yards a game. What are we at? Nine with what? And we're nine with 215. So, it's negligible. Six yards, basically, whatever it is. So, it's, it's, that's passing. Um, let's see what that doesn't, I mean, that kind of surprises me. Oregon, I don't really know what their offense is like. So yards, so this is interesting. Um, yards per game, yards, total, total yards, yards per game. So total yards per game. This is passing and rushing. Mm-hmm. This is what's, <laughs> this is what's weird is that USC leads the league and they suck. Oh. What's their record, by the way? They average well, they just lost to 441 yard, 40, basically 442 yards a game. It's USC. Well, so and what, they we, suck. what we ran for this last game is yeah. what they average. <laughs> Number two is Oregon with 441 per game. Okay. Oregon State, they're, it's 441.2. So it's just exactly the same. Points, yeah. Utah is number four with. 434. What's so interesting about that is Oregon State and USC are mid-tier in in both conferences, the north and both divisions, right? They're mid. But then Oregon and Utah are are leading. So it's it's kind of interesting to me. USC they suck. They're, I know. How do you have that many yards per game and you suck and so And you bad. can't win. I Okay, let's go here then. So this this would be interesting. So um, this is defense. This is defense. Go D, go D. So <laughs> yards per game. This would be the defense. Arizona State leads the league. They allow 328. Okay. Um, Washington is second. They allow 336. Utah's third at 348. Okay. Arizona is four. Really? Total defense? Mm-hmm. At 356. <laughs> Oregon's number six at 367. They just must have Oregon just, or uh, so we, Arizona we, must have no offense then. 20 wow. yards difference yeah. between us and Oregon in the uh, in defense. Now, I'm, I'm looking at it and it's Stanford is last. Stanford. <laughs> In yards per game, per game allowed. I'm sure that our stats from last which is 421 week put them down there at the very bottom. So if you look at, let's go with um, pass yards per game in the league allowed by the D. Okay, allowed, allowed. So this is a defense. Uh, Utah comes in at five in the league. So Washington's first at 141. Arizona is second. I'm really surprised by this. They only allow 182. They've won one game all season. Stanford is three. With passing yards allowed? Mm-hmm. Well, it's because their, de- their rush defense is so bad. Utah, though, is, is it, comes in at number five at 205 yards. Oregon, see, this is the thing, is 244. They allow 244 per game. <clears throat> passing. Strange. That's, interesting. Keep it, it's interesting. So then, then okay, let's see what, with the rushing... Per game, then we can move on from this. But um, so rushing yards a game, UCLA is one sixteen. They allow 
They were at one, remember at one time they were under 100, it was like 94 yeah. or something. Now they're at 116. I'm sure we helped bring, we helped push that, bring up. that average way up. Um, Oregon is number two. See, this is, this okay. is, this is key. They only allow 123 a game. Arizona State, Cal, and then Utah. Utah is 142, which isn't bad. Where's Oregon State in there? So Oregon State allows 143 a game. So they're right behind us. Yeah. Hmm. Number six. Interesting stuff, man. It's it's, it's How weird. It translates. I don't. It, but it's weird that yeah, some of these stats were third, fourth, fifth, sixth, kind of in that range. But this is where Same Arizona. Is, Arizona is nine. But but Arizona is defensively having a pretty decent year defensively, according to, to mm-hmm. the stats. They won one game. But, but it's their win, offense yeah. that stinks. They won this last week. Who they beat? Oregon they, State. No, 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 no. Oregon State got beat by Colorado. Who did Arizona beat? Arizona beat Cal. They beat Cal. Cal. Yeah, they beat Cal. But they only allowed three points. Wasn't it 10 to 3 wasn't the final score? Yeah, and I mean, Cal was having lots of COVID issues. Yeah, 10 to Players yeah, couldn't know. play and all that Two stuff. Two-thirds of their team didn't even make the trip. But, yeah, they got their first win in, like, <laughs> they had the longest losing streak in college football at the time. It's, yeah, they really... But that's what's so strange is that they were leading in some of those defensive stats. Yeah. So that, yeah, it doesn't add up. So re- remaining schedule, um, here's let me do, let me let me say start with this. See what you think. I'm it's it's easy for me to get ahead of myself with what we've got left. Mm-hmm. Um, thinking, oh, absolutely, we're going to win the South and go to the championship game, and I I've seen you know, obviously the odds are that's true. However. I'm trying to temper myself because <laughs> let's just say, yeah, we go in and take out Arizona. Now, this presumes Arizona State doesn't lose again. Okay? Right, 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 right. So if Arizona, we take them out, okay, then we would still just be a game and, of course, the tiebreaker ahead of Arizona State. But say then we play Oregon, and you have to be realistic, we can lose to Oregon. Absolutely. And yeah. then if that would to, were to happen, that Colorado game, the two o'clock home cold Colorado game on a on a Friday afternoon would de- determine whether we win the South or not. I don't want to get there. That I'm telling you what I'm still worried about the path mm-hmm. because we've been in this position before against Colorado, and who knows on the weather and things just are weird in this conference, <laughs> as and we've it, seen. That scares me to get there. So this. So I feel like at some point we're getting ahead of ourselves. At least some people are about, well, we've already won the South. Hey, it's in our hands, and it's looking great. However, I'm, I'm trying to temper myself because now— I get yeah. which—I mean, I get it, but— Now, Arizona—here's the thing, though. Arizona State, they play Washington this week. That, That's no, a 50-50 at Washington. Game. Mm-hmm. It's on the road at Washington. And they got to go to— Oregon State. So right now, according to the ESPN projector thing, take that for what it's worth. It's a it's a it's a toss up. The Washington game, and Oregon State is actually favored in that game. Yeah, at home, at Ooh. home, and it's an eight thirty kick. It's late. Up so in, who up in Oregon? Up at Oregon State, which, which we just cold. experienced, is a tougher place to play. So, so, so who knows? Anus you. you. They, they got a tough road to to hoe. And if they oh. and if they win them all, and then they play Arizona, in their right. in the rivalry it. game, they'll, so I, I kill them all now. So they've got it tough. If they were to win them all, uh, you got to tip your hat to it. Mm-hmm. I just don't want to get to that Colorado game and have to be worried about it. It would which be is, so nice to lock it up before hey, Colorado. ASU just needs to lose next week. Which yeah. is get it over with. I was ch- actually for the first time in my life cheering for USC this weekend, and it <laughs> sucked. And they just they suck. They're they couldn't so do anything. Bad. This so idea of bad. double quarterbacks and they just haven't they've got talent all over the place and they can't do anything. It's so bad. So I'm with you. I feel the same way. Like the path is paved with it's there. Pavement. Taking. It's I don't there. see I don't see ASU losing to Washington. I mean Washington yes, it's, it's at on home, the road. But could. they're having all sort they're having their issue their coaching issues and whatnot. But yeah. Oregon State, I that could be that's a big one. And that's the same. Well, so I could see, I could, I could see him lose to either of those. Very, if yeah. they, if they were to lose to either of those teams, it would not surprise me. No. Yeah. 
particularly that it's a, they're, they're home, both away, both away for ASU. Well, and, and we you're have going your back-to-back travel weeks. Well, and that was I was just gonna say we have such the, the advantage team. that we have our last two games at home. Oregon is at home in Rice Eccles, and then Colorado. If it comes to that, we have the home advantage. Who is it's not good? Huge. Let's not. No, be, they're not good. They're not good. But I know what you're saying. They yeah. just beat Oregon Dude, State. They just beat Oregon State. See, that's what and I'm overtime. saying. And I'm going to say this. I know. Weird, I actually, weird stuff happens. I love, the, and I tweeted this, and I misspelled parody, and then Jesse called me out, and I understand, <laughs> but I tweeted this at 2.30 in the morning or something like but that. You can't eating tweet chips. at 2.30 in the morning. I was. I was eating garbage. <laughs> anyway, I can do whatever I want. I love the parody of the Pac-12. I love that literally. Jesse, from we don't like it. No, no, no. He, I misspelled he parody. Misspelled it, so he was correcting. Oh, okay. I mean, Jesse's an English major. What? Yeah, can you of do? course that's going to drive can't. him crazy. <laughs> anyway. How did you spell it? Parity. Parrot, like a parrot. No, parity. I spell it with a D instead of a T. No, it's no, it is a with a D. <laughs> no, yes, it is. Because I had a parody. Anyway, I spelled it the wrong way. Parity. We're moving on. <laughs> My point is, I love that week to week. I can turn on a game and it can be. Oregon State and whoever, and you have no idea who's going to win. That's true. Versus I turn on a, a SEC game and I go, I know who's winning this game. It's the first quarter, and I know who's going to win this game. Same with the Big 12 or whatever. It's boring. <laughs> to, start the, to start the season off, you sit down and you go, all right, Alabama's winning this. Mm-hmm. Ohio State's winning this. You know, this year's different in the ACC, but usually it's Clemson's winning this. The Pac-12, you have no clue. And I love it. It is interesting. I've seen people talking about this, and actually, Jesse and I were talking about this, I think, yesterday, is in all in all other sports leagues and things like that, March Madness, all of... Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I don't do so that loud. loud. Yes, you do. Anyways, <laughs> like in March Madness, the reason it's so exciting is because you, some, you don't know who's going to win. It's not always guaranteed. Mm-hmm. And then... Same with like NFL playoffs and hockey playoffs. Mm-hmm. Like you have an idea of who's going to win, but sometimes it comes down to a lot of times you, it, it surprises you. And so that's, that's I, what it is in the I Pac-12. Love I honestly, I love it. And that's what is frustrating to me about how the college football playoff is set up because it's based on people going, oh, well, of course Alabama's going to beat mm-hmm. them instead of letting people actually lay it out on the field. Cause as we saw, we beat Alabama when everybody said, it's a guarantee that Alabama's going to win. I don't like how college football, it's based on people's opinion Well, I can versus look at- based on schedule and merit and beating each other like every other sport is laid out to be. I can look at it. I did it earlier this year and I, when Oregon played Ohio State. And I even said... Yeah, they're going to lose. Ohio is going to kill them because you do the paperwork and you got, you okay, this to this, and Ohio is going to beat them. And Oregon goes out and, and, and beats them. Let them right? play it Let on the field. Let them play it out on the field. I love it. Good but then points. it also beat it also we I also like beat it. each other up and then we don't get that to the playoff thing. We don't have that one marquee but team. But that's what's bullcrap is it should be based on people actually beating each other and that way instead of based on people's opinions about Which who should a, be in the playoffs. The good thing though is Oregon moves up now cuz Michigan State. Michigan State. I would lost. I, I would suppose they do. I would so. suppose they, they have to. They'll move in, and Ohio State will move into the fourth spot. Or Ohio, I can see Ohio State jumping them, <laughs> even though they beat them. Yeah, <laughs> see, I can't I, see. I that's can't what that's such that. bullcrap. It is bullcrap, but I can see it. And it because is, they do. I the, bet they go three. They always do the. Well, Ohio State is playing really well right now. They always do that. Well, like like Oregon's not. They've lost one game. Yeah, to the team that would be in front of them. But see, that is what's bullcrap is you've got teams who've lost games who are ahead of people who haven't. That's just my point. I think it's strange that college football is the only sport that lays it out based on opinion and not on actual merit and schedule. 18 18 playoff. That's all you do. Okay, go ahead. All right, we're moving on. Moving on. So what we're going to do is I'm going to throw some rapid fire. No, this is... He didn't like when we did rapid fire. I love rapid fire. Not rapid fire. You're going to have to think on these. (laughs) Nope. Brent's rapid fire. So... I'm going to, is this statement or this view or this position an overreaction to where we are right now? Okay, go. So I'm going to lay out a statement. But you have to answer it. And you have to say, and do one at a time. Don't talk over each other. Okay, Okay. teacher. Is it, it, (laughs) where's my ruler? (laughs) Teacher. 
can't do that anymore. I go to prison. My, when I went to freaking junior high school, did you get the rule? Bell, I had Mister freaking Bell. Bell? He Cl- hit my hands a couple times in science. Clayton Junior High. That he, dude was always, scary. He man. would point like this, and it's <laughs> it's data. Not data. And I'm sitting there talking and do or doing something, and he always come up from behind and. <laughs> That guy would be in well, prison. Well, you were screwing up. You probably deserved it. Probably, but I got hit with a ruler. You can't do that anymore. I had a teacher. Unfortunately, I think you should be able to. I had a teacher I'm sorry. in second grade. <laughs> Me and a kid were Bell. goofing off. And our te- I can't remember her name. He grabbed, his name was Luke Shaw. She grabbed him by the ear oh and gosh. ripped him out of class. And I remember sitting there being like, oh, because I deserved it too. Oh, he, he of course deserved oh, it. Oh, no, he deserved it. Shout out Luke Shaw. Shout There's out to a... the teachers out there who have to deal with these little shits all the time. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Little errs. Oh <laughs> Your beat missed it. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Is this an overreaction? Considering yes. where we are right now, okay? Mm-hmm. How we've played, we just took out Stanford and how we sit. Okay, so... Um, if we had a running game, if our, if our offensive line and our running game was rolling like it is right now, I mean, just look at the last two games Mm -hmm. from the start of the season. Cause you remember we, we stunk it up and Thomas wasn't there. Mm -hmm. If from right from the start, our team was our offensive line and the running game and Thomas had all the fumbled problems. And it was just rolling like it is right now. Would Brewer still be our quarterback? Yes. Yeah, he would be. So that's not an overreaction no. to think that. No. Because I think that a hmm. bit everything changed when Rising came in for whatever reason, whether it's the leadership, I don't know what it was. But yeah, Brewer would still be our quarterback. Interesting. If we had been successful in running the ball. Yeah, I mean, what we've because what we're doing now, we weren't doing then. So what I'm yeah. saying is if what we're doing now, we did early on when Brewer, those first yeah. few games, would he still be the guy? Yes. He probably would be because then we would have been progressing and doing things successfully. We were not doing those things when he was here for whatever reason. So if we had been, then yeah, I think he probably would still be the guy. I don't think so. I'm a, I have a little difference on that because, I mean, who's to, who's to say? I I think it would have been a factor, but I uh, think behind the scenes stuff there was going there was leadership. I issues just feel and, like, and that's what you just said, James. Is but it, it 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 rising. Brewer wasn't throwing the ball very well. I mean, it's impossible to know. Yeah. Um, but there's just something about rising as a leader. And his game that seems to me would have risen to the top and got out there. But the idea, but you know, you think back, and I don't think it's a weird or an odd position to take. Is if we were running the ball, because we would have won games. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Next. Is it an overreaction after watching these last games to say that Thomas is as good as Moss and Booker? No, that's not an overreaction. I think he absolutely can be and probably will be. I don't know. That's not my... Okay, go, James. I think it's an overreaction. Thomas is an incredibly talented running back, and I think that if he finishes this year and then goes into next year, it could be, obviously, we'll see. Moss and and Booker are NFL running backs. I mean, I just watched Booker run all over the Raiders yesterday. (laughs) Which well I done, had, Raiders. I had such mixed emotions oh. about that. That was. Painful. I don't care if he gets his yards. How about Card is throwing some touchdowns? Okay, we're going <laughs> off on the wrong stuff now. But no, that's never wrong. I but I do see <laughs> never wrong. If Thomas keeps doing what he's doing and keeps on this trend, he, he'll be in the NFL. But right now, no. That's what I'm just saying. I just said he. That's not can the, be. Is he and probably no. will be? That's not what I. That was not my question. It was the the point was after these games and where we stand right now is it is it an overreaction to say that Thomas is as good as Booker and Moss? Yes, it's an overreaction. I think it's an overreaction okay. because those guys played. 
I can't. How long did Booker play? A couple of years. Yeah, he was a he was a JUCO transfer. Yeah, Moss was here for four years. Okay, that's longevity and a lot of yards and some records, and they're both in NFL. So yes, do I see potential? But I think it's an overreaction to say after just these last several games to say he's as good as Booker. To be fair, he did score eight touchdowns. I understand in two but games. That's insane. We'll see. And he'll probably have we two can, or three this weekend, too. We'll revisit it. But I don't I don't say he's Booker or Moss. Ah, Booker. Myself. I love I Booker on the youths. <clears throat> okay. So as we sit now, this is it an overreaction to say this team is as good as 2019? Oh, yeah. Overreaction. <laughs> 2019 was a potential playoff team. I mean, they were going to the playoff if we didn't beat, lose to Oregon in, in the championship game. I think that that team would beat this team by two touchdowns. I think that's an overreaction. I mean, in 2019, we had, what, 11, 11 dudes go to the NFL from just that team, right? Well, yeah, I the, mean, yeah, I think it was it was a crazy number. And it was, the remember, de- it was the defense. The defense right, was so much but better. But that's the point. I mean, offense was good. That was the Huntley year. Right. right? Huntley. Right. Our team is good this year, but that year was... We just Ridiculous. we have so many freshmen and whatnot this year. That year was, I mean, that, those are all our NFL dudes. I am I'm with you. I think it's an overreaction with this with this uh, side note. In two years from now, if 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 <laughs> if the star stars all aligned, uh-huh. and Utah beat Oregon twice. And got to the Rose Bowl, then you'd have to revisit this. Okay, but I'm just I'm just saying that there's potential for this young team, but right now they're not 2019. No, that team was special. That team regular season went 11 and one. It gets overlooked because we finished the year crappy. Yeah, but it was 11 and one. It was unbelievable. It was one of the funnest years I've ever had as a fan. So yeah, it just kind of ended bad. But it just ended it was poorly, and the talent freaking everywhere. Was was amazing. So yeah, for me, overreaction. Give it a couple of years, and we'll see. And one of the stars that needs to align is USC needs to hire another crap coach. So <laughs> that pray might for that. Not happen. Okay, here we, another one. Is it an overreaction to say that our receiving core, our receivers, and that includes tight ends, so all of our receive the receiving core, is the best we've had in recent in the recent past. And I'm not. I don't know how yeah, many I years mean, to go back, but you know, you I know what I mean. Yeah, I feel like I don't think that's an overreaction to say because of the number of guys that we have to throw to this year. Versus, I think in past years we've had guys that are really good, but it's maybe only one or two on the team. This year we've got a lot more options mm-hmm. who are very yeah. talented. I would say that's not an overreaction. When you combine, when you take the three tight ends who are receiving threats, and then you have a guy like Vele who's a freshman and making some of the catches he's making. Jeez. You know, Enos has been hurt, but he made some plays mm-hmm. this last game. Yeah, I think this is probably the best receiving core top to bottom we've had in, you know, years. Maybe going back to the Sugar Bowl year, really. Because we had some dudes on that team. Yeah, I, I I don't think it's an overreaction. And it's not just and and the reason the main reason is it, it well, it is what you said, is there's a lot of them, but they're all catching the ball. Mm-hmm. When it hits them? I mean, you have it. to admit in years past past, there would be we had guys dropping the ball a lot. Mm-hmm. That was part of the frustration. This year, the, when the ball gets there, they're, they're catching it. Yeah. So, no, I, I think, honestly, right now, this this core of receivers is the best we've had in a, while, in a long time because they're catching the ball. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. No, I think that's a good, that's a good question. I um, like that. Okay. Okay, this is interesting. Is it an overreaction to say? I'm curious to see what you're going to say on this one. <laughs> Don't get it wrong. <laughs> Yell that. Is the University of Utah football team the best football team in the state of Utah (laughs) right now? Of course. That is not an overreaction to say that. I'm not talking about the start of the season. I'm talking about 
where the teams are right now. Yeah, look, is Utah look. the best freaking team? <laughs> look, I'm just gonna oh, look. Listen to what I'm, look, what I'm. Listen to what I'm gonna say. Listen. To is me. that an overreaction to say they are? I think no. Don't don't just let me say my piece. I'm going to. So let me say it. Okay. Yes, Utah is the best team in the state, and the reason I will say that is because the old line and the running game is a world different than what it was to begin the year. Okay. This team now, and then obviously rising brings a whole nother dimension. This team is the best team in the state. Now, I think BYU is pretty dang good, honestly. I've watched a lot of their games. I think this is the best team BYU's had in a long time. It showed, I mean, they beat us. Okay, we don't need this. But what I'm saying is <laughs> I'm not discrediting BYU. That's not what I'm saying. They're, they're pretty decent. But I think that if we played today... It'd be a very close game, but I think that we'd beat them with what, how we are trending. Okay, so yeah, not by a wide margin, but yes. Plus, you know, Utah State. Whoo! Whoo! What about Weber State? Um, I just, th- I mean, we know. What- Is it an overreaction? No, it's not an overreaction. I think the overall depth of <laughs> the talent that we have on Utah outweighs what BYU has. And I get it. We lost to them. We all know they played way better than us in that game. We've all, we talked about it. We get it. But the way things are going now, the way our team is looking now, we're better. Sorry, Cougar board. Oh my gosh. But I'm also not going to be that fan that says, if we played right now, we Okay. I'm not doing that. I'm, no, I'm I agree gr- with you that I think, I do think they're having their best year they've yeah. had in a really This team is better than the team that they put on the field last year. Yeah. What is happening? What am I hearing ringing? Oh my gosh, over it's here, dude. Cow, you you mute, you turn it off. He gets mad at us. Can for I our okay, phones. I'm gonna give my opinion now. Go right ahead. I, I'm not gonna say anything about the Zoobs. I could care less about what they're doing. All I'm gonna say is this is that it's it's not an overreaction to say that Utah is the best team in the state of Utah right now. Because of the we way are. we're playing, because we just are. <laughs> it's it just the way it is. Uh, it's what you said, James. You compare this team with the first three games. This team we beat. We don't even team. have the same. The, the offensive line is different. Mm-hmm. The quarterback is different, and rising has made a huge difference. And mm-hmm. our running backs, including Thomas, who didn't even hardly play in that game. Things just weren't working. Yeah. We wouldn't have lost to San Diego State, and we would not have lost to the Zoobs because we're we if this team came out of the gate. Now we didn't. Reality is what it is. I'm I get it. But I'm looking at the, the team right now mm-hmm. and it's night and day. It's night and day. And, and I love what where we're trending. And uh we're so, getting and, yeah. and week to week we're getting better. That's the other thing that's Yeah, beautiful. we're not peaked yet. No, we have not peaked yet. That's that's something that's not being talked about. There is still growth, and I think we can get better. There you have it. Okay, here it is. So this is interesting. <laughs> going to ask you. Ask you right out. Is it an overreaction? Because with all our excitement, Ute fans, is it an overreaction to say that Utah is the best team in the Pac-12 right now? <laughs> Brent, I've been going first every time. You go first. Because I have an answer and I'm right. So let's hear if you agree. It's not right. It's just whether you think it's because people are saying it. I've thought it. And is it, you know, everyone gets best caught the up in the emotion of what's going on. In the Pac-12 of the league is Utah, the best team right now. Not the effects of early games and all that, but at right now. No. Oh. I don't know if I can say. I Like, I don't think it's an overreaction. I don't think it's crazy to say that. But I also don't know if I can legitimately say that we're the best. I Based on that we're just very young, that would be my only thing. So we'll is it an overreaction or not an overreaction? No, I don't, think it's an, I don't think it's an overreaction, no. Utah's the best team. Ahead, Utah's the best team in the Pac-12 right now. Oregon is very good, but they're very susceptible. He said it. I said, I'll say it. And I don't, I don't even have to think twice about it. Now, is that saying that we're going to beat Oregon on the 20th? No, not necessarily. They're very talented. And when they put it all together... They're very scary. But I think that right now, out of the gate, Utah is the best team in the Pac-12. 
And obviously, the beauty of it is we're going to find out. I could be dead wrong. But I think I've watched Oregon. They're good. They have a lot of talent when they put it all together. But they don't always put it together. Mm-hmm. And so I'm really looking forward to the two weeks from now. I'll tell you that much. So, um, no, I don't think it's an overreaction to say that Utah is the best team in the Pac-12 right now just because of the trend and the way they've played the last number of games and the dominant way they took out Stanford. And we just went through the numbers. We we get the most points in the... I did see that. The matchup just, projector right now, by yeah, the I way. Yeah, I saw that. <laughs> Which is just insane. I don't know, man. Just to throw it out there, this is the matchup projector <laughs> that ESPN does, and they're pretty freaking accurate. Has Utah at a 62% W in a week and a half from now. Hope they're right. Whatever that means. But, no, I don't think it's an overreaction, and we're going to find out soon enough, but... I totally agree. I've, I've watched a number of Oregon games. And mm-hmm. the interesting thing about Oregon, I'm, I mean, their quarterback, he doesn't really, he can play some fantastic ball, and then he can be really vulnerable at times mm-hmm. and, and bad yes. at times. The thing about Oregon, they're so talented, is they're always hanging around in the games, even when they're not playing well. And yeah. then they end up winning or blowing somebody out. That's yeah. the, That's the tough part is that, Mm-hmm. They just have they don't go in and blow everybody out forty to nothing. Some of the games are close, and they're there and they're just kind of struggling. But the, I gotta admit, when I watch Cristobal and and the team, they never panic. Even yeah. when they're down, they they're pretty calm and and because they're confident in what they they can do. So if Utah's gonna do it, it, it's it's whether we're just gonna be more physical. That's what it's come down to. to Which Oregon. is our. Red that's butter. what it's been, but we've been that way before, and we like in twenty nine. But the difference, the difference is this: Oregon has two or three guys that can change the game immediately. They've got a couple guys on. D- I can't remember the dude's name. It's it's escaping me. The the D lineman, he's like the number one pick in the draft. This this it's killing me. I can't remember his name. Number five, unbelievable guy. They've their quarterback. It's not Sewell, is it? No, 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 not Sewell. Um, gosh, I'm mad. I can't think of it. Their quarterback streaky, but when he's hot, he's hot. And then they got this running back die. Well, we're gonna talk about it next week. I know. Yeah, I'm we're just not even talking about Oregon. We're not even playing Oregon this know, week. But, we're my playing. question was: Is it an overreaction? No, for no, no, Utah? no, no, no. It's not. But I'm excited to find out. Yeah. Well, we do have to play Arizona. Yeah, we're gonna win 55 to 12. Oh, is um, that, is that yeah, that's my prediction? that's my prediction. Final final one is it an overreaction to say we're going to the Rose Bowl? No. I've already bought my tickets. <laughs> you have not. <laughs> Hell no. We're going. We're going. I'm put, I'm put <laughs> Go Bryn tonight. Jeez. I hope, hope my daughter doesn't listen. Um, it's not an overreaction. What no. about you? No, we're going. It's an overreaction, people. I'm manifesting it. Gary, I am manifesting it into the universe. It has well, to happen stupid. sometime. No, that works. <laughs> You got to put it I out bought, there. I bought a bunch of now you've lost. Now you're not, now you're not being rational at all. That's fine. Oh, okay, real quick, I'm just gonna say this. I know we're done. These these fans and these doofuses that are saying that Utah should intentionally lose to Oregon oh, next no. week so that Oregon's no. then ranked fourth when we play them. Blah blah. blah. No, shut up. You win every single game you can. Okay. End of end of statement. That is a that's a loser mentality. That's, that's, there's no place for that. Okay. Okay? Let's yeah. just win every game. Yeah. Score prediction. Ever before. All right. My score prediction is it's going to be 41-17 Utah. 45-10. 55-12. Why not? 12. Yeah. I don't know. How do you get 12? Some field don't worry goals. about just it. Four field goals. Field goals. Okay. Some field goals. Field goals. I just... I don't remember what I just said, but it's you said forty-five something. You okay. said forty something something. I said forty-one seventeen. Okay. All right, you fans, there you have it. Subscribe, please subscribe and pass it on, and leave your comments. If you're gonna be at the game, come find us. Yeah, we're, we're, gonna say gonna hi. we're, all, we're, we're gonna doing go a Utah game. football catch fans, some rays, tailgate, get sunburned. <laughs> no, we're not. The, the podcast will be there, so it's gonna be a good time. <laughs> all right, go Utes. Go Utes. Yeah. Ready? Always.
Let's get it. Boring. I'm telling you why. You can see in their eyes, and boys ain't playing, they ready to ride. Shaking the tunnel, just screaming and yelling. If you ain't ready, you get eaten alive. Taking the field with loads of passion. Swagging out with the flies fashions. Cameras out, and they say, be bored. Captain's out, we about to get it cracking. Full of crashing in between those lines. You, you love it, boys, don't you? About to ride. We're a band of brothers, and we stick together like just an army mission. What is war time? We stacking them W's, pay attention. Opponents coming with apprehension. We stay on top of our division. We're from BCS buses to playoff the we on the rise up. Now the boys mad, mad, mad. We have to tighten them boys up. We here for the crown, crown. We on the rise up. Now the boys mad, mad, mad. We have to tighten them boys up. We here for the crown, crown.